This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am joined by the executive editor of The Dip, Allison Pivovarsky. Hi. Yes. Oh, my God. Good job. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Emergency episode. Emergency pod. We have to talk about Jen Shaw because you are basically... Don't say I'm not going to compare you to Ronald Richards, but like you're on the fucking case. I am on the front lines of Twitter, uh, just like Ronald is, and just harassing people left and right. Just <laughs> allegedly. Just like, allegedly. We have to always use the word allegedly. <laughs> As, look, I didn't know when we started this year, uh, 2021, that we would need to be like legally catching ourselves left and right when it ta- when we came to housewives about every franchise everyone, everyone, everyone. Britney Spears Jen Shaw Erica Jane I feel like there's so many more that I'm just like I feel like Al Woods like I don't even need a Harvard degree no offense to the lawyers listening no Kim Kardashian doesn't feel the need to go to law school either and yet here she is possibly on the case for Jen Shaw <laughs> in in Jen's counsel she has been requested I think that it would be great to see like her dad in one of the most notable, like re they always say the OJ trial was the launch of reality television and who was there, the Kardashians. And I feel like as time has evolved and crime has evolved that it would only make sense for Kim to be on the case too. I stand by that. And also whenever I get a telemarketing call or text, because now they text Text, very frequently all the time. I'm like, is this Jen Shaw's doing like, was Jen Shaw behind this text message? Cause if so, 
I know. And I'm glad that we're like talking, we're able to talk about this so much easier than the Erica thing, because even on watch what happens live after the premiere, Heather, and (laughs) we, we mentioned this, but Heather gay called Jen's business unsavory. Mm-hmm. which is, I mean, Andy was speechless. Andy was like, are you going to be subpoenaed? <laughs> she, that's why I think she kept shoving bread in her mouth to just like, oh, good shock. I feel <laughs> like she started saying something without thinking and then was like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but I think in this case, it's the business. It's the doings that are the are unsavory to use Heather's words yes versus like the actions of allegedly not giving money to victims of plane crashes and burn victims widows and orphans correct so I do think it is an interesting way to talk about it but I think that I mean from the premiere of boy oh boy what do we (laughs) we are going to really get into it and I, I mentioned this to you earlier before we started recording but with Beverly Hills, you know, like that is all happening towards the end of the season. And don't get me wrong. I've been enjoying every minute, every second, mm-hmm. but the ability for us to know that this happened in March and filming just continued. And not only did filming continue, Jen Shaw continued. And like, why? I don't know. But and Jen isn't really professing innocence. She's no. just like, listen, no one I'm being is. charged. Yeah. I'm being charged. And, uh, so I I'm gonna found film. this out. I found this out on the dip.com. Well, she's got to get money from somewhere. There are 10 other people who were charged in the same case in 2019. So this was like just a matter of time that changes everything I've ever known because she went into the real housewives of Salt Lake city, knowing this could very well happen. This, they mm-hmm. could come and knock in on my door and Stu's door. Let us also unpack the many foreshadowing moments with Jen Shaw. I can't believe the words I've never been to jail came out of her mouth within like, like five minutes. She it, she had to have known that this was going to happen. And I think Jen is a woman who suffers from severe narcissism and delusion, yes. which I love for housewives. Um, so I think she thinks like, this is going to make for great television. I think you're right. It's either that, or I think that there is something about, it's like when a serial killer leaves (laughs) a little piece of themselves at the scene of the crime, just to see if people will catch on. Mm -hmm. It's the thrill. And I think that there were so many moments for Jen in this first episode where she was just leaving little nuggets, little Easter eggs for us. And just say, you know what? I'm saying this for the thrill of it. Because mm-hmm. She's is here for be... a good time, not a long time. And also, I mean, let's just look into the future. I don't think she's going to go to prison for eight years. I think no. she'll probably go for like a year. If that. I was going to say four months. Oh, four months. I don't know. I don't, I, know how, I don't know how sentencing works. I don't know how jail works. But yeah. I can imagine her being like. If she's found guilty. Right. Which. It's not looking great because no. like Heather Gay said, it was unsavory, unsavory. business. Um, Cause Heather Gay also said last night, I watched it happens live. She said that she loves criminals. She loves criminals. Andy's she she's always face was like, is this woman for real? Like she's wilding out. 
why, I mean, again, that's why she was shoving that challah bread down her throat. <laughs> she, the challah was savory. The crimes were not. Right. <laughs> I just can imagine Jen thinking to herself, I'm going to go on this reality show. I'm going to be indicted or charged. I don't really know the official lingo the here. Same. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come back. Yeah. I'm going to be a Teresa mm-hmm. and I'm going to make a comeback. But also I just want to touch on the fact she was shocked that coach Shaw wanted to divorce her shocked i mean her world was ending i was like but i'm like did you see the last se- first season of real housewives of salt lake city i was like you're shocked that writing was on the wall he didn't go to her dad's funeral and she was he- like i guess i was resentful i never thought about it like that before i'm like pardon i know what what did you make of that whole conversation with her and lisa oh <laughs> and and where on history do you fall is it okay for lisa to be friends with jen shaw Um, I think we will see Lisa as the, everything unfolds that Lisa decides I don't want to be that close to Jen, Mm -hmm. but I think right now she's like, Jen's fun. And I will say this. I've said this a million times. Jen is one of those people that I think when she shines her light on you, nothing feels better. Yeah. Like you're in the pride lands. Like you feel good. Yeah. And the moment she turns away from you, you feel like a wrath, a chill. Mm-hmm. And I bet yeah. Lisa's just not ready to let that go. I, I could see that. I think she thrives on attention, like positive attention. I also, though, see where Meredith is coming from. For sure. I think the we in on the dip.com, we had a live commenting going on during the premiere. And somebody said, I think that one of the commenters mentioned that. Whitney's comparison of what if what between Brooks and Lisa's children, if Jen made a comment about Lisa's young boys, it would be the same thing. And I think that like, but the commenter was saying they're not at all the same thing. And I think there is like some truth to that. I think Brooks really was trying to earn his snowflake of becoming Mm -hmm. like that sixth housewife or whatever. And I think that he kind of walked himself into a bit of a trap. Look, nobody should be homophobic. Of course, Jen's Jen's Instagram, all she does is retweet or repost people who are defending her. But it's like every defense also has a very insulting comment in it. Always. Every single one. So it's like, I don't think Jen Shaw is homophobic, but, and then there's like a slur in the next <laughs> sentence. But that's the thing though. Twink isn't a slur. No, not at all. But I think it's more of like she's like outing Brooks oh, before okay. he makes any type of public comment about his sexuality or identity. Yeah. We're all, I think, getting what Meredith is saying. But Brooks is also like, what, 21 years old? 21. That's what On my point is. Show, like, hosting yeah. a fashion show. And like coming for Jen. Right. I don't think she should have been as embarrassed, embarrassed, I use quotes, as she was about Brooke saying that we all saw her vagina. Can I say vagina? Yeah. I already said it. So you should say anything. Anything. <laughs> um, but I don't think she should have been that embarrassed by that. Cause I was like, whatever, you were having fun. If he said that, you would have been like, sorry, and then just moved on. Yeah. But it was like they always make something a thing. But I think everyone turned on Brooke. So Jen was in a good position. 
right. to ride with that. But instead she had to go and reach repost. She doesn't even, I think housewives like, get themselves in such messy territory with their likes and retweets. Cause that's yes. really a thing. People will be like, you retweet it. Like I have been rewatching old Vanderpump rules and, um, they're Sheena and Stassi right now are fighting about the fact Sheena retweeting something about Stassi. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, are we really mad about this? I know. But I, I know. think with Meredith, the hurt really comes from just Lisa being friends with Jen. I don't I think agree. it has anything to do with what Jen said, because I think she expects that from Jen. I think she's just Jennifer. Jen- Jennifer, Jennifer Shaw. Shaw. Oh, I agree. I thought that that and look, I've been in that position where I've had like a friend, my arch nemesis in high school. Mm hmm. She, my best friend was like still friendly with him and he like straight up bullied me. And I like told her, I was like, you don't really, you, you don't realize that like by you even entertaining him, it's an insult to me and it hurts me. And I'm not saying like, you should hate everyone I should hate. I hate, but like you should, but <laughs> also you're my like, best friend. Yeah. It's also like, I hate when people say, but they've never done anything to me. Yeah. It's like, that's so but like they've done something to me. Right. And, and you supposedly are my friend and love yeah. me and care about my mental health and well-being yeah. and yeah. you're friends with someone. Okay. Speaking of friends, Heather wanting to be friends with Jen is something I've never been able to wrap my mind around. I don't get it. If She's anyone like an abusive me, friend, if anyone called me Shrek, you would never hear from me again. Never, never. No, I know that shocked me. And I, and again, on watch what happens live, she doubled down on it mm-hmm. ever, but also everyone is doubling down. Did you see what Meredith said in an interview on us weekly? This one really blew my mind. So again, I think that we are like kind of made to believe, oh, did Meredith tip the feds off? Which like, let's we, get it. Yeah. Let's get we into that. To, we need to get into that. But then I was like looking into it and this is something that Meredith said in Us Weekly recently about mm-hmm. Jen. Innocent until proven guilty at the end of the day. My friendship with Jen is a different standard. It's not held to legal standards, but in terms of a crime, it is innocent till proven guilty. And you know, the court of friendship is a little bit different. And I'm like, Meredith, where do you fall? Like, I can't keep track of all of these. Cause like, I felt like Heather was also saying like, look, her unsavory crimes are one thing, but she's my friend and I'm here just to be her friend. Would you stay friends with someone if they were part of a telemarketing scheme? Here's the thing. And I thought about this last night. Wouldn't you have a tough time walking away because you want to know all the drama? Oh my God, a hundred percent. I know myself and I know that I would be like, we're going for drinks and yeah. we're going I'd to be talk. like, so what's happening? Like, look, if it's an air, like the allegations against the Girardis, I'm probably going to distance my, I probably would be more of a Sutton as long as I could still get invited to the dinner parties. A hundred percent. But like for this one, white, white collar. And I know she like allegedly defrauded senior citizens, which so sad. That's why everyone should just have a jitterbug phone. I would be curious. <laughs> I'd be curious. And look, I want to be in the pride lands. I want to be in that light. I want to be in that light. And I also want to know like what's going to happen with coach. Of course. I want to happen with Rifi and Omar. (laughs) All of them. Like was Omar home when the feds were doing the house thing? Like the the raid? raid? 
Like, was he on like a Zoom call for school? Oh my God, for school. Like he's learning literally, he's in language arts class. He's like social studies, like straight up. And he's like got the fucking feds. He's like, sorry, GTG. (laughs) Mom's being arrested right now. Yeah, sorry. People are flipping our furniture over, which I don't think that that's even their furniture. So no, of course. I wonder if they're going to, they're going to lose their deposit. Who has the better new rental, Meredith or Jen? I love Meredith's because the views are better. Oh, the view is better. It's more my style. I do love a chalet. Don't get me wrong, but I would love to operate ski with Meredith and, and Heather who her her windburn face. The fact that she, you said like she could have taken five in the driveway. She could have like, they could have just like given her a bottle of water. Just let her take a minute, regroup, because I have been Heather. Like I have oh, yeah. skied. I have made snow angels. I have made snowmen. I live in the North. I know that type of snow sweat that you're yeah. feeling. You're almost like itchy, like mm-hmm. because you're, you were cold and now you're hot. So now your skin's itchy, you're red. And now you're filming a reality show and you have to sit down with Meredith and be like, your husband's only spending 50% of time here. That's lovely. <laughs> I'm like. What? And when Heather with a straight face is like, you know what? It's not 10%, but it's not a hundred percent. So it's, I'm like, are you we really? I got a good math lesson from them. I was like, okay. I, uh, I loved, I loved that. And I just, I mean, I know that Heather's thing is being relatable, but sometimes I don't need to relate that much. No, no. Like it's just, I've been there where I actually, I've never been skiing, but I have been tubing. So it's the same Ice thing. tubing? No. Well, it's like on a, on a hill, on a snowy hill. Right. And I have gotten really bad windburn and that shit is like, you're like leather face. Mm-hmm. Because and I felt the crunch of her skin. Because and it, also like, was there, it felt also like Ramona going to Tequila, Mexico. Like, was, was there maybe a, a procedure before that? A beauty lab and laser. Mm -hmm. I worry about that. But this is also not like we're not dealing with a like a Melissa Gorga who's like got that really beautiful like olive skin tone. I when I see Heather, I see myself. And that's tough. That's a tough place to be because I am so white and I'm not like the pretty white, like where it's like glowy. I'm like not alabaster. This is I'm red. Things yeah. are happening. You know, I have been in the elements. Combination skin to the nth degree. Yes. I hear you. I hear 100%. you. hundred percent. Yeah. But okay, wait, I'm sorry. Speaking of beauty lab and laser, the parking lot scene was, in, it was everything. Even though I've seen it many, many, many times, mm-hmm. watching it live was so thrilling. I think I could reenact it. Everyone's part. Lisa going like, wait, you're leaving? <laughs> No, like if someone said, if someone had a gun to my head and they said, you have to reenact the first two and a half minutes of Salt Lake City premiere season two, or tell me what day your grandmother died. I could do oh, easy. this easier. She's so cute. That's another Lisa quote. <laughs> I don't know when my grandma died, but I can tell you. I can tell goes, you. Wait, you need me to what? What? Um, <laughs> she's like, she said, turn off the mic. I also don't think she turned it off. No, she definitely didn't. Because I was like, I still hear her clear as day. Well, when she was out in the parking lot with Heather and Heather was saying like, your whole vibe is different. Again, I'm just going to try to, I'm going to recreate it, but just word like sentence by sentence. Okay. Uh, Her quote was, or her, I'm sorry, her mic was very much on. Yeah, I feel so, like Whitney turned it up. Who was that pickup truck? Who was the getaway car? I heard rumors that it was rest in peace. 
auntie. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's what I heard. But I don't think that that's true because when they she couldn't had, move her legs. I know. Allison, I know. That's and that's a direct quote. That is. She can't move them. That's the direct quote. She said, "Be careful. She can't move them." So, anyways, I really thought that the getaway car would be sexier. That's my opinion. It was it wasn't even like a red pickup. It was a gray Ford. It was with like a bumper sticker. Yeah. I was puzzled. I couldn't tell if maybe it was like a production assistant who just she was like, I need to go home or something. But the way she took that phone call, to me, it felt like she was just waiting for that phone call. Like yeah. She just it was just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. I agree because I wrote about this in my recap for the dip.com is I've never described where I have been in such detail as Jen Shaw did that day. Like I've I know. never been like, I am in the Kroger parking lot. I'm just say like, I'm in the car. Yeah. I'm in the back of a sprinter van. Yeah. Like, what do you need? But I'm curious who called her. Was it an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, Reefy? I was wondering that too. Who gave her the heads up? Was it Stu? Was it, oh my God, it might've been a relative of Stu Chains. Yeah. Who do you think called the feds? This has been an ongoing discussion on the internet. Yes. Um, and I need your thoughts. I don't think it's as fun as we want it to be. No. I like your logic of the FBI is the FBI right. and they just know things. <laughs> like we have a GPS on our phones, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew about this, but there is an FBI agent tracking your every move. Your phone um, is a microphone to the government. Not to get like big conspiracy theory. I discussed with my friend last week. I said, I don't have a bathtub. This is not a joke. I go on Instagram. I get an, a targeted ad for a portable bathtub from Wayfair. Well, first of all, that's insane. I know. I a said, portable bathtub. But, but that is exactly what it is. I mean, you guys have to watch that docu-series or that documentary on Netflix that goes all into how your phone is able to like completely possess your life. Also, she was literally just on the phone with someone and said where she was. Right. (laughs) Also, she's on a reality show. They're the feds. She posts every move she makes on Instagram. Like that hairdresser posted posted. that she was going on a trip. So I don't think it's that hard to like find her absolute last case scenario, I would say, I don't think it's like a cast member. I wish it was. That would be so fantastic, but it's not. Well, kind of like Teresa thinks Caroline tipped the feds off. It's like, no, your husband was just paying cash for everything. And you lived in a marble playhouse. Like that's what's going on. I would say the juiciest it could possibly get, and this is pure speculation, is the FBI was ready to make an arrest. They called the production company and was like, because this is her employer right, right at the end of the day this is a job yeah we are looking we are we are looking for Jen like where like are you where are you guys that could be it mm-hmm. but also like wouldn't you have just kill to be a, a customer at beauty lab and laser at that moment oh like you're God. going in for a, like a Botox appointment and you're walking through the parking lot, just beep, beep locked the car did I lock it or you go back you have to make sure you locked it and then you watch this flooding of the of the feds helicopters the The helicopter the noise of that helicopter circling and then being like we're looking for jennifer shaw i was like jennifer shaw jennifer shaw she got called to the principal's office 
by not only the feds, but by Meredith. I also have a theory that she purposely did braids because I think she might've thought I'm going to get arrested today. I'm probably going to spend some time in jail. And this is like a lasting hairstyle. Mm, I could see that. Let's be honest, ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star, so why go through all of that with a healthcare provider? And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com H-O-T-M. I think Jen has the best outfits on in the cast. Mer- Meredith is a close second than Mary, but I like Lisa, but it's just, she's dresses normal, but I'm coming for like avant-garde. Yeah. I'm I was coming say. for like a big white puffy sleeve during a, a Seder, you know? Yeah. That was a lot. I actually DM'd with Lisa Barlow. Fire. With, <laughs> I DM'd with Lisa Barlow this morning actually about her jeans. Cause I am a big jean oh gal God. and I really love the jeans that she's always wearing. So she's getting me the style and the name of the jeans. She's oh my like, God, you'll have to share it with the, the listeners. I'm going to have to share it because I love her jeans and, um, cute jeans, cute, <laughs> cute, cute jeans. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm going to say something and I don't mean it to sound crass. I don't start. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's the right word. I just don't want it to sound like gross and like pervy. Mm-hmm. But I love Jen Shaw's breasts in her confessionals. Okay. Like they look in the, so, in the white outfit. In the white, I'm just like, okay, Jennifer. Like yeah. they just look so pillowy, and I just think that it really. I just and I love Jen. She's like, there's no end or or start to Jennifer. She's just kind no. of. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that something I noticed with Erica Girardi too is. I think when you know you're, you are the confessional, you really amp it up. Mm-hmm. So whether that is a little lift, a little nip, a little tuck, you you buy something you probably can't afford anymore mm-hmm. because you know that every article is going to be a photo of your confessional. Yeah. And you're going to bring it. You have to bring it. This mm-hmm. is your moment in the spotlight. And like I've said before on other podcasts, every Every house, like housewives franchise could be so lucky that there could be a legal scandal because this Blessed. is for everybody. This is for everyone. This benefits all of you. Yeah. Even Whitney, who honestly, I laughed along with her real hard with that cake thing. <laughs> Whitney, she was so drunk. She was so drunk. And Absolutely so... blacked out and having the time of her life. With her small daughter, drowning in the bubbles I was like I was like we are just out Her here husband was somewhere under there too he was, so. he was like oh Jesus he's like it's past my bedtime I have to she go. was with her young daughter and her high school classmates also known as her stepsons also known as- yeah 
Um, God bless those boys. They really put on a good face when they had to talk to her about her skincare company. They were like, you know, I'm rebranding. And they were like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) like, what is his name? Like Shane. They were like, cool. Of course his name is Shane. Like the fact that this, I know. Okay. I'm not going to age Shane because you know, age is just a number, but it was really a moment to see that he has three sons all within 10 years of Whitney. I know. I was like, Oh, but I feel like they work so well. Like I totally see what, oh, yeah. like, like that is exactly what I, I, I see for her. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know anything about their actual relationship, but for them, I think it's, I mean, actually, you know, kind of a lot from season one. Yeah. I feel like I he maybe loves know her. Too, I maybe just, know too much about their relationship. I feel, and we're about to get no more of the previews. She's like, we need to have sex. And he's like, I know she like, needs okay. sex just as much as him. And she doesn't want to give blowjobs anymore. With the water bottle we learned. Whitney is just, uh, she's a character. Yeah. It's so great. And then there's Mary out of the closet, out of the closet, um, into the podcast studio, into the podcast studio, which I believe to be, is just like a Facebook live where she's hosting her church zooms. Um, cause this podcast is nowhere to be found. She has done. Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah. If you, have you tried looking it up? Of course not. not. No, this isn't like, no, this isn't, uh, Sundays with Mary. This is literally like, she's probably just on like Facebook live hosting church. Oh, that's incredible. A televangelist. That changes everything for the better. I loved it though. Watching her talk about how she smoked weed reefer. Great. Loved it. How she doesn't ever see her husband. Loved it. Also, I've said it many a time. I think she hates her child. Oh, you think so? I don't think she likes him very much. I think once he turns 18, she is like, you're fucking out of here. Yeah. I wonder if him and his girlfriend are still together. He bought some pricey items for pricey. her. Pricey. <laughs> but I, but some part of me also was like, that was definitely hiding in Mary's closet. And he knows because she's a hoarder. She'll never notice it's gone. Nope. She probably forgot she bought it. Is her cousin still in her closet? That's my question. Oh my God. I hope she, she escaped. I do too. Mary escaped, but did the cousin <laughs> or all along. It was, was Charlinda. Was Charlinda really just another mannequin? And we just happened to join into Mary's delusion and think we saw somebody talking. I would love that if it was like the mannequin starring Kim Cattrall. Like yes. she just comes alive. Charlinda, the mannequin. Charlinda. Oh, mm. I hope she's out there. And by out, I mean literally out of the closet. Out of the closet, into the real world. Um, you and I have discussed our love of just the scenery in Salt Lake City. I love it. Like the mountainside, the snow. It It is just so different from any of the others because like Potomac, when it's snowy, it looks like gray brown shit it looks disgusting yeah because and this is like pristine I can almost hear the crystals forming (laughs) again it's it just makes everything I feel like I need to wear like a cozy sweater when I watch even if it's like 90 degrees out I agree and it's almost like the opening scene or the opening credits to the Grinch it is like how the crystals are like forming and it's like that's how I feel whenever Mm -hmm. I watch Salt Lake City and I know it sounds so lame to talk about weather, but when you're used to seeing Beverly Hills, Orange County, yeah, Atlanta, like they all kind of have very similar landscapes. Yeah. Kind of. And like even New York, when we get Christmas again, like New York 
like, muddy. It's, it's magical. Don't get me wrong, but it's so muddy and gross. And unless we're just like looking at the tree in Dorinda's apartment, RIP, it's just not that beautiful. I know. This is beautiful. This is like we get the crunch of a of a stiletto going. Of a into stiletto. That. I was hoping you were gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's just lovely. I wanted. I I hope when we get to when we get Janet at the courthouse, whenever that happens, we get a from the foot up reveal out of the car the same way we did when she got out of that car for the party. I pray the foot cams on Salt Lake City. There's nothing like it. Not to be weird, like wiki feet about it, but I just like, it was more of the, the way it happened, right. the choreography. There's a lot more into it than just like the foot. Right. This isn't just like a blurry pixely pick of a foot or a toe. This is like, we're straight up getting a look here. Yeah. I love it. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to no, share? I mean, other than I cannot, I just can't wait for everything to come. And I think that like, Jenny is a rock star. I feel really good about Jenny. She called her husband ugly within the first five minutes for a being butter a face. Mm-hmm. A butter face. And then had to clarify the statement on Twitter. She was like, Oh, what did she I, say on Twitter? She basically was like, I think my husband's very handsome. It's like, we all know what you said, girl. And I think he's handsome. So I'm just I think like, he's handsome too. I think that they seem great. I actually really am into them. I'm into Although, their children. I'm suspicious about the future of their relationship oh it's not going to be good not going to be no I have a feeling this is a much very much a lily pad situation Mm -hmm. like this is her way to kind of get her her way out stuff going to get out much how I wanted that for Emily Simpson on Orange County but she seems to really be digging her nails COVID and she was like I can't leave him now and yet she's still like isn't she did he ever pass the bar I don't know she blocked me oh okay I'll check in and let you yeah let me know let me know Um, but no, I mean, other than that, it was great. And I can't wait to see whose friendship juices get on everybody. Okay. Well, this has been amazing. A quick little emergency pod that we need to just get the fuck up. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on the dips, other podcast pop chaser. It's a daily pop culture podcast brought to you by the dip as well as TV watcher, Pete, another dip podcast. And then Allison Piwo, P-I-W-O on Twitter. And there's another Instagram you need to plug. And moose.the.wheaton. <laughs> and that's my dog's Instagram. <laughs> he's the cutest dog ever. I highly recommend. I feel like he's going to give us a lot of good fall content. Fall content. I just put a fall themed bandana on him this morning. So you are not wrong. Yeah, I knew it was coming. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for listening and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe this podcast and check out all the other amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip. Bye. Everyone is howling about Paws of Fury. It's the most fun comedy of the summer. I am your father. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> Michael Sarah. It's showtime. And Samuel L. Jackson. What the mother father kind of spaniel's going on here? Paws of Fury. Only in theaters this Friday. Rated PG.